Welcome, 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 dear listeners of Inside Center News Podcast, airing on Anchor FM. I'm Ori, your host, and today um, I'll be sharing with you guys uh, the list of the candidates, you know, that have decided to run for the U.S. presidential election that will take place in 2020. So next year, um, to be exact. So uh, there's this article just found online uh, by Vox.com, and the uh, the, na- the name of the article it's um, it's called "Who's Definitely Running for President in 2020?" with a question mark uh, at the end. Uh, on the Republican side, there's only President Donald Trump, you know, the one who has announced that he'll be running in 2020. So far, you know, probably won't be the only one. Um, we also have Senator Elizabeth Warren. Let me just reduce the following this music in the background. Uh, on the Democrat side, uh, we have Senator Elizabeth Warren. Uh, to those who don't know her, uh, she's a Massachusetts uh, Democrat senator, and she's in you know she's the biggest name in the field so far. She's probably progressive, though she tends to position herself as wanting to fix the capitalism. Um, uh, go back. I had to fix my music background. Uh, yeah, we were, yeah, we were us wanting to fix uh, the capitalism rather than replace it. She wants to outflank Trump on trade and give workers um, seats on corporate boards and tax extreme wealth. Uh, Warren is already on the ground in Iowa and other early states. Parentheses. You may have also heard about her uh, releasing a DNA test in an attempt to prove that she had native. She has. She had. She has native American roots. Uh, a poorly executed attempt to rebuild Trump's uh, quotation Pocantas or Pohantas. Parentheses. We also have um, on Democrat side, on the Democrat side, the Senator of California, Senator Kamala Harris, uh, the former California Attorney General, uh, started generating White House hype almost as soon as she got the Senate in 2017. As a young black woman, she uh, personifies she personifies yeah so she personifies the Democratic Party is uh, changing nature the Democratic Party is changing nature she's also uh, she's also has endorsed medical care for all and proposed a major middle-class tax credit through her days as prosecutor and she may present uh, that may present problems with the progressive grassroots. We also have Cory Brooker, uh, 
he's a democrat um uh senator of you know new jersey you know um he's the former new york mayor and part-time firefighter he's uh, the fresh face with big ideas like saving accounts for newborns and he's also running in democratic pro party primary actually with a lot of black voters black voters you know he will have to contend though with his work promoting charter schools parentheses not a favorite of the teachers unions and the perception that he's close with wall street he's like like he's likewise almost certainly running given his staff hires and travel schedule folks apologize uh for me having difficulties reading this article usually i read perfectly my glasses you know are broken and i have uh, i'm having really a hard time you know you know reading articles so i apologize for me if i have to repeat again myself um we also have senator kristen gilbrand she is it she yeah yeah she is she uh, Gilbert has evolved over the years from a centrist Democrat in the House to a progressive who endorses medical care for all and uh, universal paid family leave. A pillar of her Senate career has been cracking down on sexual assault in the military. Gilbert is presenting herself as a young mom in tune with the Me Too era and the Democratic woman who powered the party to historical wins in 2018 midterms. We also have former San Antonio mayor and HUD secretary Julian Castro. So who's running obviously for the presidential uh, US election. Castro got a VP buzz in prior elections. Now he's running in his own right after serving in Barack Obama's cabinet on aspiration message as the grandson of immigrants uh we also have republican tutsi tutsi not tutsi sorry uh tutsi is my actually my um ethnic uh uh i would say yeah my ethnic tribe it's called Tutsi, so just read Tulsi. Apologies. Uh, he's a um, representative, not Republican, representative Tulsi Gabal. Gabal fires up a certain strain of anti war progressive. Actually, it's she. Apologies, it's she. Uh, that name sounds like, uh, like a mad person. Apologies. She will face tough questions, though, about her apparent friendliness with Syrian. Dictator Bashar Assad and her past comment on LGBTQ rights. Ah, uh, Jesus, that's a really heck of a lot of people. Right? Um, we have a former representative, um, John Delaney. Uh, the most notable thing about Delaney is he's already been running for president for two years. More or less, living in Iowa, the first state on the presidential calendar but he was the first choice for just of just one percent of iowa democrats in recent poll 
Uh, we also have South Bend, Indiana, Mayo, Piro, Bariglag, Bariglag, yeah. Something of viral political star, though. Uh, he leads a city of just 100,000 people. Bariglag is a military veteran and road scholar, and he will be the first openly LGBTQ president in American history. Redevelopment and infrastructure projects have been steps of his tenuous mail. Uh, so, if you wonder, I think he's gay. I think I've heard about this individual. Guys, I apologize. I had to pause. I'm having some technical issues, but I hope right now it's not really happening again. I hope it won't happen again. So. Okay, who else we have here? We have Andrew Young. Um, well, on, again, we're still on the Democrat side. Uh, he's a, is it he or she? Yeah, he. Uh, Andrew Young, he's a humanitarian mind entrepreneur who also served under the Obama administration. He's running on a policy platform that includes, among other things, a universal basic income that will pay out thousand miles to every American over age 18. That sounds, a good, that sounds like a good idea, Andrea. Uh, we also have uh, Marianne Williamson, uh, a self-proclaimed quotation, Beach for God, um, damn, who has been a spiritual advisor to Oprah Spiritual advisor? Jeez. Her previous political experience is a failure a failure run for progress for Congress actually as an independent in twenty fourteen. Gosh. I don't know if she's gonna have some really you know thoughts in running on a, a slogan Beach for God. Jeez. Okay, who was my run for president in 2020? Okay. I have to pause just to drink some water. Just to sore my throat. Uh, the rumored Democratic list is long, though. Let's start with the two biggest names, both of whom are openly considering a run. Former Vice President Joe Biden. I mean, you already know about this guy. Biden, though, hard about running, I mean, thought hard about running in 2016, but he decided against it. Being so soon after his son Bo's death and with the power establishment uniformly behind Hillary Clinton, he's still popular with Democratic voters and the former VP probably isn't sure um, any of other potential candidates would be Trump, though surely in flattered by name recognition, Biden has a sizable lead in early Democratic primary polls. So we also have Senator Benny Sanders uh, from Vermont. 2016 run-up is taking a long look at running again. He has the biggest grassroots base of any presidential candidate, and he has been the leader of the push 
to move the party leftward, but press reports of staff sexual misconduct within his 2016 campaign and a more competitive field with will, will present Sanders with a very different race this time if he choose to jump in as recent posts suggest um, suggest that he will uh, Jesus we also have Senator Sherrod Brown uh, Democratic from Ohio Democrat from Ohio uh, the third term senator is heading to Iowa, New Hampshire, and other primary state to fill out the support for his own run. He's been an outspoken economic populist for, year, for years and proven an election winner in Ohio, a critical swing state with blue-collar voters. But he does not have much of a profile outside of his home state in Washington. Brown says he will decide in March whether to run. So we also have Senator Amy Kloschbauer, Democrat from Minnesota, Democrat from yeah, Minnesota, another senator who seems to have done everything to prepare for a run except announce it. Kloschbauer will look to blend her flosky Midwestern manner with some crossover appeal given her history of walking across the aisle with the Republicans. She's also struggling with the lack of name recognition. But things can change. Hope for her good. For her own good. Actually, Senator Jeff McClay, Democratic of a Democrat from Oregon, a likable, if relatively low-profile Oregon progressive, he said he's thinking about it. Uh, we also have uh, Senator Mike, Michael Bennett. I'm gonna, uh, guys, I'm gonna have to start reading, you know, the names because they say a lot of things about these people. Washington Governor Jay Inslee, we have Montana Governor Steve Bullock, we have former Virginia Governor Terry McAuliffe, something like that. We have former Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper, we also have Beryl O'Rook, we also have Michael Bloomberg, Eric Holder. Uh, Tom Stair, um, Eric, you know, representatives, Eric Swalel, uh, Tim Ryan, Seth Morton, Joe Kennedy III, uh, New York City Mayor, Bill de Blasio, Mitch Landrieu, uh, Mayor Andrew Gilliam, um, uh, Mark Cuban. Guys, the list goes on and on and on. What I can say about these guys is in order to beat Trump, and right now I'm gonna address to Democrat, you know, in order to beat Trump, the Democrat, from my own point of view, uh, the Democrat don't need all these bunch of people running, you know, in order to be Trump. They, all, they just need one person who can really t 
tackle uh, all the issues Trump has promised and failed to, you know, deliver. You know, we have uh, immigration, we have security, um, you know, border security. Um, you know, we, we have uh, um, health insurance. You know. Uh, you know, I mean, health coverage, you know, not, not health insurance, but health coverage. Um, so all these major issues affecting all Americans, these are the issues. You know, if if the Democrat can find one, two, or three people who can really challenge Trump, you know, that'll be all. You know, Trump is not really a likable, you know, political figure, you know. He's a business guy, you know, he doesn't know nothing about politics. All he does is use his wealth, his influence, his connections, you know, and his you know, business tricks, you know, to gain, you know, what he wants to gain, which are the votes, you know. I mean, so to me, having Camaris, Cory Broker, and other progressive Democrats that's not what that's not really you know the actually the the goal you know they should be focusing you know yes they're progressive yes they have tried to do something about what's happening and what's been happening in to this country but unfortunately i think trump may win another election because the democrat been Focusing on having these controversial candidates uh, taking, uh, you know, in consideration Kamala Harris, you know, she's been outed as a really a non progressive Democrat, you know, she has history based on uh, testimonies, based on civil testimonies, she has history of lack, um, lacking. Uh, black people, you know, for no reason. You know, she has contributed for the mass incarceration down in Auckland. You know, when she was still a, uh, I believe, a DA. You know, uh, of Auckland at some point um, before she becomes, you know, a, a prosecutor. I believe in San Francisco. So she used to work in. Uh, uh, DA office, you know, as a DA of Auckland, one of the DA of Auckland. So I'm not really familiar with how the the system really works when it comes to DAs and all that. But you know, she has history with that. Um, and you know, uh, the the other issue I do have with some candidates is, you know. Uh, what's her name again? Um, Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren hasn't done anything for black people, so I mean, she's always talking about you know how to fix the economy and all that. But hey, I mean, there's been some really injustice being committed in Massachusetts. There are videos all over the internet about uh, black people being profiled, being harassed by you know. 
Massachusetts law enforcement officers, some of them, not all of them, some of them, you know, and it's like they have some white supremacists, you know, um, soldiers really, you know, or activists, you know, put us on uniform and abuse uh, authority under the law enforcement umbrella. So she hasn't done anything about that. She hasn't, you know, took uh, any really uh, measures, you know, to prevent, you know, uh, unjust shootings of unjust shootings and killings of, you know, black you know, people in, you know, in Massachusetts and in the state of Massachusetts, you know, I mean, I don't know if some have happened, some people may have died, some people may have injured, you know, they don't have to be killed, just the fact that they can be harmed, shot, that to me, you know, really says a lot about her. I mean, if you're going to fix the economy, I mean, how can you fix the economy if people are being shot and, and, and killed, you know, left and right? So that to me, it's really something that all mechanics, you know, when it comes to her having the black voters, black, you know, points, you know. So, um, about Cory Broker. Cory Broker. Uh, from what I've read, from what the research I've done, he seems he seems as a good candidate. You know, I know there've been some you know accusation of him having um, close ties with Wall Street. You know, but what I would say about Cory Broker, Senator Cory Broker, I think that you know it is what it is. You know, in politics, you have to play with all the cards you know you have on your table if you're gonna have to work with you know um uh wall street in order to achieve you know liberation of black people here in the u.s i will support you you know um i think i may support you know i'll be voting you know I'll become a citizen this year and, you know, on a personal, I'll become a citizen this year and I think I'll, I'll be voting for Cody Broker. Uh, it seems as a very, very uh, solid candidate for me, but the rest are really a bunch jokers, to be honest, you know, no disrespect to them, but they're really bunch jokers. You know, when it comes to, like, Beryl, is it Beryl O'Rourke? You know, he almost became the senator of Texas, one of the senator uh, from Texas, and he lost against um, who? He, who did he lost against? Uh, let me Google that. Who uh, did Beryl O'Rourke? Lost uh, he lost to who um, Jesus let me see Ted Cruz yeah he lost to Ted Cruz 
Well, here's the thing. Most people were very inspired by him, you know, coming out and saying, oh, you know, black people can kneel, right? And most people were very amazed at how this takes and can say that. And that's the only thing they may have liked about him. But so far, I can tell you, he hasn't shown any sign of what he uh, plans to you know, do for black people in this country. You know, for me, when it comes to voting, it shouldn't just be about a person coming out and saying, oh, Colin Kaepernick can kneel. Um, uh, while demanding, you know, for accountability to these cops who care, who intentionally, systematically kill, shoot and kill uh, black people that to me is not enough. Yes, you can go out and yell and ride to New York. Uh, uh, what, is it, what is the name of the magazine? The New York Magazine, you know, New York Times Magazine. You can ride to Washington Post and all that. You can do all this. But, you know, black people have had enough of these people coming out and saying, you know, Okay, we stand with you. We don't just want people standing with us. We want people making sure, reinforcing the laws that these cops won't get away with murder. You know, with dehumanizing us. That's what we do want. Heck, we don't want no love from all these politicians. If you are running and you're looking for black people to like you, then you're not a damn candidate to be voted for because you do not understand what is at stake, you know. You know, months ago, I said I'm not going to really vote for no candidates, but, you know, since Cody Brook has thrown his heart in the ring, I'm going to vote for him, whether he gets elected or not. Look, Cody Brooker has done really a lot when it comes to New Jersey, you know. To those who are going to just criticize him because he has ties with, you know, with Wall Street, allegedly, because nothing has been proved yet, you know, proven yet, of the pharmaceutical company. Look, you got to eat with what you have, man. You know, it's politics here in the U.S. You know, American politics are very... Uh, like, I mean, it's very, very problematic to really run, you know, and in order to win, you need um, financial support. And how can you get it? You know, we all know the uh, salary for regular citizen, if you're in middle class, if you're uh, low income and you run, you know. So we all know uh, the salary is not enough. Yes, you can raise money, but how long is it going to take? You know, it costs a fortune to run into this country. To tour just in one state, you know, one primary election state, it's, it's a fortune, man. Oh, I mean, I'm going to end here. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Um, like and share 
with your Facebook friends, your Twitter friends, your Instagram friends. Um, yeah, thank you. And and before I go, I'm gonna just announce that I'm gonna be uh, back here soon, uh, probably next week, or even tomorrow. I, I will try to see. Um, I'm also gonna try to um, reach out to my friend Dante. Uh, we're gonna really try to do something very interesting, you know. We'll be talking about different things, you know. Um, mental illness and black, you know, communities on the globe uh, here in the US. And he'll be talking obviously about here in the US. I don't know if he has travel outside the country. Um, I mean, I've traveled to now, you know, from this country, you know, so I've seen different things when it comes to this topic, and, uh, so I'll be talking about, uh, you know, the global approach uh, when it comes to, you know, talking the mental illness, you know, within black societies, so, and I'm pretty sure we'll be talking too about, you know, mental illness, the, sticks, the stigma, you know, the, um, the cultural blame, you know, the culturally blame card, you know, that we use as black people when it comes to the subject. So, yeah, I'm going to try to reach out to him today, either today or tomorrow. I'll probably today because it's still early because it's 10:26 uh, p.m. So, so it's almost midnight, and we'll see. I'm gonna try to find some time so I can sit with him uh, in restaurant or in any place. So yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate you know, and if it's okay with you guys, you can support me. You know, again, I've said. Um, multiple times, number of times here on this podcast that uh, you can support me uh, Anchor FM which is Anchor.fm that's the website the Anchor.fm has this option you know you can really uh, uh, support um, the uh, anchor podcast host uh, such like me and you can make a monthly contribution you know uh, so I'm gonna tell you how much you guys can pay uh, so um, let me see how much you guys can contribute Let me see. Um, so again, you guys can pay ten dollars, five dollars a month. So whatever you guys prefer, you know, ten dollars, five dollars, all the money are welcome. It, it helps me out with, you know, inviting guests, buying for the water, buying for the tissues, you know, um, you know, just having a very convo, you know, uh, atmosphere, so, yeah, thank you guys, again, it was Ori Subushimaki, your host, 
and I'm out.